0: Okay, there we are live. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome Pranay and Shonak to the show. This is Candidate Ciceroni live, and we are so excited to have you both on the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Very excited to be here. Yes,
2: likewise. Uh- it's-
0: Awesome, so kind of let me just uh, brief around everyone what's happening today. It's an awkward day, it's a Thursday. We normally do the shows on Wednesday, 4 p.m. And uh, of course, yesterday was Jinmash to me, this too fantastic stylists are also really busy with uh, Vidya Balan's, Shakuntala Devi's e-promotions. So they, so we kind of finally managed this timing. So to give you a little brief about these two fantastic personalities that are with us, we have uh, Pranay Jaitley and Shonak Monkar who are the co-founders of Who Wore What When, like quite a mouthful name that we have over there.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: These guys are this fantastic stylists and creative people uh, who have been styling few of the most fantastic Bollywood celebrities, namely Vidya Balan, Radhika Apte, Jim Sarab. Um, who else? One second. I have to look at this. Chitrangida Singh, Konkina Singh Sharmar, Rashkumar Rao, Siddhan Chaturvedi, and many more. And they have been really known for. Uh, incorporating a lot of um, local brands as well, which has been happening a big thing right now in the fashion fraternity. Um, so now we kind of shift the focus directly to these two guys who have given us this awesome time today. Uh, Pranay and Shauna, tell us a little bit more about yourselves. You know, how did this whole styling game begin for you? Were you Always interested in styling, how? Each one's story.
3: You go So, so um, you know, I was in Milan studying product design. This is back in 2013. I just graduated and I'd gone there from, uh, you know, to do my undergrad. And um, products, I, while studying product design, um, I started a blog called Diary for Camera because I used to do a little photography and then i realized when i met him that uh, which was also in milan that you know uh, fashion uh, is something that i'm more inclined towards than not product design and then i shifted my my course and i started studying uh, fashion and styling was a subject and i realized i'm a little more interested in styling than designing because also what i what i like designing is something that i know won't work work in india and um, i had to come back home as well you know that i knew so I decided to work towards styling and I think it was just a string of very happy events that made me really fall in love with, with the art of styling and putting a look together and conceptualizing shoots. Uh, so, that's the, the crust of, of it basically. And Pranay is originally from Delhi
1: yes. and I am a quintessential Bombay boy born and raised here. And I went to Milan to Dubai.
0: Much of clash there, I see. Bombay-Delhi clash, no?
1: Uh, not really. He's very non-Delhi. Uh, <laughs> honestly, he's not. That's,
0: that's why there is no clash.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I also, actually, he moved to Milan when he was 18. Yeah. Yeah. So, so... probably his all his formative, almost uh, the most important formative sort of a uh, uh, young adult life was in Milan, in yes. Italy. So yeah. so it was a lot of international exposure. So he's not like your uh, quintessential mm-hmm, Delhi boy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I so I grew up in Bombay with absolutely no connection to fashion whatsoever. I will, I am a product designer. I graduated from Pune University and I moved to Milan to pursue my masters in lifestyle accessories and fashion accessories. So what happened then is we sort of stumbled upon each other and I saw what he was doing in terms of his the blog and I thought you know like I would want to collaborate and sort of take it. Uh, Sort of you know elevate it in a yeah. way, uh, sort of finesse it mm-hmm. further. So that's when sort of this collaboration yes.
3: happened. So you know, Sean so because he was a design student and he obviously had a little more experience than I did, um, he knew the aesthetics a little more. He understood the whole layout a little more. So our first few collaborations were just me clicking, uh, you know, people over the streets, uh, styling them in their own clothes, and Shonak then doing the entire layout and. The presentation of what went up on the blog finally, and yeah. that's how we really you know got into it and of course, the exposure of uh being in Milan and living fashion you know capital yeah it is the fashion capital of the world, and it's just overwhelming at times because there's so much that you can take in
2: mm-hmm. and
3: all of these factors put together, I think we started uh yeah. it just sort of I think it
1: was a lot of uh sort of fortunate a series of fortunate events yeah and here we are
0: yes wow so tell me what, what's with the nomenclature
2: of the blog
1: okay so the thing is uh when it began uh,
3: it was it was supposed to be a, like a street style blog yeah. so, sorry I'll, I'll say this one so diary of a camera was the initial name but because i never got the chance to showcase photography in all aspects due to my uh, college schedule Uh, I ended up taking photos of street style during the Milan Fashion Week. Uh, Because I lived right behind Metropole, which was the Dolce & Gabbana Theatre, where, you know, they showcased their their fashion show. And it was one of the biggest fashion shows um, of the season, where, you know, one hour before the show, there were just people standing outside, all dressed up beautifully, and there were so many people doing street style photography, and I was just one in the bunch. So... Um, who wore what when?
0: I must stay there. How lucky.
3: Absolutely. Yes. It's it just it was wonderful to see it from my balcony. And the moment I saw people coming in, I'm like, okay, we need to go down. I need to show this. And it's just it was, that experience is, you, I, mean, I think everyone should just witness it once. It's lovely. So coming yeah.
1: back to the point that yes. eventually we realized it was, wasn't just a photography blog anymore. It, we were talking more about fashion than photography. So we we're thinking of uh, who was wearing, what were they wearing, where were they wearing, when were they wearing. So that's where the who, that's where who, what, when sort of came into the picture, uh, being solely a fashion blog, and that's that name kind of stuck. Yeah. And uh, now we the, the blog doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. The blog's gone.
3: <laughs> now this is it's like a full-fledged styling yeah. company. Yeah. And you know, it's, again, very interesting how we stuck to this and it became our, our company because when we came to India for a holiday in 2015, October, yeah. um, you know, everyone back in Milan said, you've not done anything Indian. And that's true because, you know, our exposure to fashion it was, was only in Italian, And yes, it, we were really, really inclined towards Italian fashion. Right. And we said, okay, fine, this is it. We're going to do something Indian. And we reached out to Garang Shah who's, you know, one mm-hmm. of our clients yes. even now and we had a friend working for him and we reached out there and we said we'd like to do a shoot for you like, guys and just, just give us your saris we'd yes like, you know like it
1: was for a blog we still yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. and you know we were fortunate enough for him to agree and he gave me nine of his saris yes. i remember we uh, i shot it in Chhatrapur in delhi with three models and i started the shoot at seven and at 11:30, i called shawnak like, and mom saying i finished just, yeah. and You know, I remember that day so well because I hadn't seen the photos the first time of us. uh, Because because I wasn't there with him. I was back home in Bombay. He was in Delhi. Yeah. And he's usually the one sitting at the monitor finalizing and, you know, seeing everything. And the photographer said that I'll show you everything once it's done. You know, let me just do my bit. And I was really scared. It was our first ever collaboration in India, you know, so I had no idea how things work. And obviously, they're very different from the way it was in Milan. And then that evening we received those photos, and somehow they went they, viral. Yeah, it they,
1: it, was, it went
3: really, uh, was received very well, and Gorang
1: sort of booked us for the next one year. Yeah, so like the whole it never the going back to Milan never happened after that. Yes, because we sort of rolled into so much of works. You like thrown into like this absolutely new world of like Indian wear and. Yeah, uh, that kind of
3: aesthetic that uh, we sort of never yeah, went right. back. And we were never exposed to this. It's really surprising how it came so naturally Absolutely. to yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, I think I know maybe just you know things that we've while growing oh, up. You are you know, seeing our grandmothers dress up. Yes, and uh, maybe that was something that influenced the way we, you know, style our Indian garments. Yeah, uh, And because we had one after the, a project one after the other lined up, uh, I think that's how the blog became the company. Company. The, then the, yeah.
1: like we stopped shooting for the blog altogether.
3: Yes.
0: And that I like how beautifully the transition happened without even actually kind of really planning for it because oh, yeah. most of the, the successful things generally happen that way. Like you yeah. stumble upon those things and they take you by storm, you know.
2: Correct. Tell
0: me, um, how was uh, when you when you guys first came in here and the experience in Milan, vis vis the experience in India would have been like absolutely different, you know. So what is different? Can you pinpoint that? I think we, I
1: think, I think in India we get a lot of, lot of more things done in ah. terms of we are very jugadu <laughs> like it's like get things like a lot of things get done at a cheaper cost. Like we always find like a way to just get oh, yeah, it done. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Uh, while uh, what I miss about Milan is the professional emails and people sticking to timelines and everything is uh, yeah. documented on email. There is no uh, scope for loopholes. That this is not the case in India as much. Yeah. We're a lot. A lot of clients but like it's okay like uh, there's no email confirmation basically there's a lot of logistical issue that I yeah, yeah. face in India but I think that's it's sort of you have to learn to live with yeah. it kind of a
0: situation yeah the cultures are different I guess professional
3: yeah. in fact even in Milan I think the industry is a little more open to collaborate to, to test new people whereas yeah. here it's, it gets a little difficult to, yeah. to do that if being honest. Luckily, luckily, I think we've had it very
1: easy. Yes, we just yes. happened to meet the right people at the right time yes, yes. and everything just clicked. But I'm sure a lot of other upcoming stylists have had Absolutely. bad experiences yes. because uh, it's, a, it's quite an unforgiving industry yeah, yeah. and uh, it has a lot of favoritism and yes. uh, all of that. So I don't see that happening in Milan as much. They're open to like we were. We were like we we were technically immigrants. We weren't even from the country. We barely
3: spoke Italian, but we we still sort of got which you know saying uh, you know adding to what Shonak is saying. We were uh, lucky enough to get opportunities to work with Cosmopolitan Italy to do um, a fashion presentation during Fashion Week. You know, with them or or work for magazines like Official Greece. Uh, while we were in Milan. So, you know, these were just projects that we did while I was technically studying. Sean was doing his master's. So, yeah. you know, these projects and our college, uh, our, you know, um, associates, all of them were helpful enough yeah. to accommodating enough to really make us work, give us an opportunity. Sure thing, yeah. uh, whereas when he came here, the first few months, um, almost a year for that matter, was really trying to find our ground. Yeah,
1: but yeah, but it was still a very quite a quick. It really uh, was. It, really so it was.
3: happened quickly.
1: Yes. I don't think it happens that easily yes, for everyone else.
0: it does not happen this quickly. So tell me, how did your twist with Bollywood start? Like uh, the Bollywood styling, because you know, um, uh, as much so, so coming from Ahmedabad, and there are a lot of other viewers who would be watching it from different parts of the country. Uh, generally, styling in India primarily was associated with Bollywood celebrities you know yeah then later on now the brands are involving stylists for campaigns also of course yeah. there was editorial styling which used to go on for few fashion magazines but that yeah. was primarily again Bombay Delhi you know
2: yeah.
0: so, right. as you rightly mentioned the entry is generally very difficult unless you know people how
2: do yeah. You- yeah.
1: Okay. I'll t- okay I'll tell you how this happens okay so uh, I, when I was prepping for design school, I used to go to these classes where I happened to stumble upon this. Ap- Hello? Yeah. I just happened to stumble upon this absolutely lovely girl called Nikita, who we sort of kept in touch on and off. And she happened to be, when I was in Milan, she was working for Gora. Yeah. So, so
2: she's so the friend She's, actually, the, she's you, the friend.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I, when we came back, I happened to get in touch with her, saying, just give me your saree. She's like, okay, yo, take a few sarees, figure this out. I said okay. So then the shoot happened. Then Gorang is like okay, I like your aesthetic, so yeah. just like do my campaigns. And out of the blue, he calls up saying, "Ah, uh, uh, I'm like, "Bombay." I'm like, "Acha, uh, ye ja Yeah. I'm like, uh, "Who, Vidya who?" Yes
2: sir.
1: Like, it's <laughs> that
3: like
1: was the, that was the yeah. they like, ja yeah. And I was like, "Who's with?" I was like, "Who's with?" Who are we talking about? Yeah, yeah.
3: And then you know eventually, um, I flew down from uh, from Delhi. You yeah, know, because we were, we were so like excited. I was nervous. we were nervous more than yeah, excited yeah. actually. And, you know because in Milan we weren't exposed to Bollywood. celebrity fashion at all, or you know Bollywood styling for that matter. I and mean, when we came back, we were just doing campaigns exactly. and
1: we were very you know, far. We shoots. were far removed from Bollywood yes.
3: altogether. However, uh, I think uh, soon enough we realized that if we want to really you know make ourselves visible we need to be associated because bollywood is a lot of pr yeah like you get a lot of doors open because of uh, Bollywood. yes and this was an opportunity that we were waiting for and just even though we didn't know how to uh what to do yeah. you know we uh, we were
1: so nervous. We were
3: still very nervous you know i remember uh we had to meet we had to go to vidya's house at three o'clock in the afternoon and uh We've gone there with accessories, and I've briefed the hair and makeup team as to how I want it. And I'm carrying her bangles and her bindi and you know uh, the jewelry. And we're waiting outside, and her manager's taken everything. And said, so I haven't seen how she's looking okay. till she's you know she she comes out already, and uh, you know it was she was so warm. It was, and the moment she met us, we it was like we knew each other yeah. for like years. Yeah, and I wasn't nervous anymore. Yeah. You know, and uh, it just it was, she, you know, she really appreciated the way she was, she so, was looking and um, she was very happy. She was very happy, happy. yes.
1: And that happened, and, and uh, that that
3: ended there. And one, out of the we get a call. Yes, this is one off thing that happened in Feb. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, oh, that was in what year? This
0: first. Trip. 2016. 2016. Okay. Okay.
3: 2016 February. This yeah. has happened, and that's it. Over. Over. Like, we don't know yeah. her. Okay. You know, we back to... Uh, uh, doing our stuff. Our stuff. I've come back to Delhi and, you know, I've lived this dream and, oh my God, but you know, it's... The, because, pictures because, are all over. because we
1: loved her growing, like, in a sense, like, we yeah. always uh, really, really loved her for the kind of work she does. So, she's always been one of my
3: favorites in terms of, like, actors. Yes, yes, mine too. And uh, we back to doing everything and then I get a call from her manager, diti Yes. I mean, the uh, one find i Actually, um, I was actually telling them the story of our T V C. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Anyway, So much later, um, this again a series of events. I'll quickly take you guys. Okay, so yeah. uh, one find I get a call from Aditi, and we are doing a T V C and a campaign for her for the Silk Board of India, mm-hmm. and uh, it's being shot in Calcutta. So again, you know, I've gone, I've flown down to Bangalore to. Um, Made the media agency, select her saris, etc. I've come to Bombay, got her blouses done and we've got that, finally reached Calcutta and we've shot over two days and that is another chapter which is closed. so okay, we've come back again and now she's very really happy. Yeah. And we've not had any other celebrity and we not even we don't even know how to go about it. Yeah. So that we can, you know, reach out to somebody and yeah. you know we have no idea about yeah. agencies like Quan and Bling and you know uh, artists, talent management yeah. agencies basically. Yeah. And then, um, one fine day around Diwali, I call up Aditi and I say, listen, I'd be very happy to style Vidya for upcoming Diwali events, if any.
2: Right. Then
3: she's like, she's yeah, like okay, okay, fine. Why don't you, you know, probably just come over and show us some options. Yes. And that's it. When, where, nothing. Okay. So I'm like, okay, fine. Otherwise, this is just a conversation. Then I get a call from her at 10.30 at night saying, listen, tomorrow morning Vidya has an event at 9am and if we you have something, please bring. Something. Vidya will bring whatever she has. Yes. But we need an outfit.
1: Because like her current outfit was damaged or yeah. burnt or something. You know, we which, don't was, know which, was which was happened. finalized for the
3: event was damaged. And so everyone was panicking. This yeah. is at 10 o'clock at night. And you know, I'm staying, um, I was staying at the guest house that my agency was... Uh, the agency that was representing after that point, they were staying with in their guest yeah. house in Bandra. And I had no idea what to do with 10.30. And then I... Everything shut. And I have, you know, I had a few clothes that I had sourced for another shoot of mine. So I've called those designers up and I said, is it okay if I could possibly use this in Vidya? And I don't know if it'll happen or not. I'll only tomorrow morning. Another designer has opened up their workshop at night to, you know, start making some things that we... You know, uh-huh. So we were really lucky for. We have had some very of nice support. people
1: who yeah. were like very happy to sort of help. We were like nobody knew us. We did like we were just starting out. They could have easily said no, but yeah. we've we've met some really good designers who have
3: always sort of been with us yes. through this. Are you know, more than designers, we've just been with very um, nice, genuine people. Yeah. You know, then, anyways, next day morning at nine o'clock, I've gone to um, Yastraj. Uh-huh. Uh, films in Nandhiri. Mm. And I met Vidya and she wore this really lovely was we were shooting for Master Chef. So she's won this really lovely outfit. Mm. And after that she shook my hand and she said welcome to the team. And wow. that was it. You know and that was it.
1: And, and then I, we were like thrown into the Kahani to promotions. Yes. And with no idea what promotions are.
3: Yeah. You know, and then yeah. <laughs> and after the promotions got over is when we realized that this is something yeah, that happens, happens for every we film should. with every actor. Yeah. You know, so I mean, we were we were literally really? like new babies. You know, like yeah. you send them to nursery, and that is what it was for us. Yeah. So, so this, so this is a, so somebody who had zero experience. We got to like
1: style a nailist star was, I think, and she sort of we styled her once, and she was like, "Yeah, this is it." Yeah. This
0: but- is speaks for itself right like i mean regardless i think it's about aesthetics whether it's western whether it's traditional
3: i'd like to believe so yeah i just i probably just like luck yeah whatever it was i wouldn't have had it another way and i'm just yeah. so glad. i'm glad and i'm thankful and grateful that we've had it like this and vidya is one of the people that we style yeah. because i think She is the most wonderful person we've ever met. Yeah, she is like unbelievably amazing.
0: Yeah, Right, like the association is on still and you guys have been always styling her.
2: Yes, yes.
0: Wow. So tell me, um, what does a stylist do when they plan a celebrity look? You know, what what work goes in the background? Because I remember Radhika Apte's that Emmy uh, look, um, uh, Iris Van Hopen. You know, that one was like classic. And that is very different from what a Vidya would wear or something very different from what a Konkana would wear.
2: Yeah, exactly. the yeah.
0: course in celebrity styling?
1: Okay, so uh, I think what's important is like we have to understand their personalities. Yes. Right. I think that is the most, I'm not going to put somebody in clothes just because they're in a trend or they're the yeah. latest fashion or we have seen them on the runways in Paris. That's not the case. Yeah. I'm going to give them an
3: extension of who they
2: are.
3: I'm going to elevate their personality. Yes. That is what we yeah. do. And that's what yeah, that's what our company believes in, you know, to to give people clothes that they are comfortable in. And if you're comfortable, you look comfortable at the yeah. red carpet. Yeah. You, they're look, all public uh, figures. They need to look a certain really way. It. We understand. But I think if you're comfortable, you're confident. Yeah, I think that's what we sort of believe in. Yeah. So So
1: we like talk to them, we have a discussion about uh what uh, were their favorite looks from the past? What is their vibe? Yeah. Uh, what like what what are their like what issues do they have in terms of their body image issues? Like maybe somebody doesn't like showing arms. Somebody is not okay with too much cleavage. So we have to understand those things, those technicalities, and then we sort of take it off from there. Yeah. Right. But it's all. But and the thing is, I think it takes like two, three looks, yeah. and then yeah. we sort of get the hang Correct.
3: of it. Like, you know, it's it's very interesting with Radhika, she's a very minimal person, okay? And we uh you know, having our uh core aesthetics from Milan, mm-hmm. we really like maximalism. Mm-hmm. So I always end up giving her jewelry and like there's a necklace and earrings and you know everything, and she's like Prana, I know. One, she's like, I if, one thing not, like pick one thing, I'll wear and one then, thing. And then we we've come to this mid ground that okay, you know, I want you to wear mm-hmm. this, so she'll wear it, she'll give me a photo. Oh,
1: she's so, like now remove.
3: <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah. You know, or We make sure that the silhouette that she wears is a very strong, it's a very minimal silhouette, so that it complements her personality. It's not too hectic for her. And when coming to the the, the Emmy's part of the question uh, around Diwali last year, when we realized that we'd be styling her uh, in November, and uh, she was shooting, she was in Bhopal, and yeah, she was shooting for that. So uh, it was a very, it was a very hectic schedule for her as well. And we were really trying our best to source for the first time using international brands because we're, gen-
1: we're generally very uh, we make sure we source indian brands because i think yeah. we have tremendous amount of talent in our country Absolutely. so i don't
3: think we need to go looking elsewhere yes but keeping the brief in mind the event in mind etc we were supposed to look towards the west and um you know the first email we wrote to i remember shaunak had you know read out the email id to me and i looked up at him and i'm like listen do you know who we are like there is, you know where we stand? I'm like, there's no chance. You no, know, I'm like, happening. you're
2: not
1: even going to get a response from her. <laughs> you know, I'm like, how does it matter? <laughs> she won't respond. Let me just write the email. Wow. So I wrote the email to Iris and we got a reply in seven yeah. minutes.
3: And we jumped, you know. Yeah, our entire team jumped, jumped in an office at yeah. 10.30 at night. Yeah. And
1: we, we had like a happy dance party. Yeah, yeah and we
3: did. Yeah. And like they
1: responded with options in yeah. seven minutes. Wow.
3: And it was such, it was, again, you know, again, one of those things that just happened fittings, to us. Yeah. And then we, of course, you know, that gave us the confidence to reach out to a few more uh, designers and... Dior. And yes. Others. Um. So we we reached out to everybody and coming to the fittings day, um, the fittings got pre and I don't have everything. And because everything's, everything's not flown like, in yet. And I'm really scared and I'm panicking and anxious because, you know, we're leaving to New York in the next two days. The fittings haven't been done. I have no idea what's happening. And this one Iris Van Herpen dress that I need is still in LA. So I'm like, up to no chance, it's not going to come. I don't know what's going to happen. And I show a photo of that to Radhika and she's like, This is, this is
1: my dress. This is what
3: I'm going to wear. You know, so Radhika said that and then I have flown to New York, hoping that I will receive that dress from, from LA. LA. And you know, finally I did and the day before the event is when Radhika saw that dress. And she's like and she wore it and it fit her really well.
0: Wow, lucky you.
3: Uh, we yes. were
1: we would have been yes. so
3: screwed. Oh,
0: listening
2: but, uh, to-
1: <laughs> yeah. And and also the thing is that dress is not her at all. Yeah. In terms of it's it's a very heavy duty dress to like sort of carry and like it's structural, sculptural. It's yeah. yeah. She's like, today's not about me, today's about the event. Yeah. Yeah. Today today we dress for the scale of the event. Yeah. So that's that was one she's like, I won't complain. Put,
3: put whatever you want on me, I will do today. But you know, again the dress was so complete in itself that we didn't want to overstyle it. So she, I remember she wore a very beautiful chopin mm-hmm. and it was a lovely ombre of, of red going to orange and yeah. its little flower and that's it. And it was such a lovely experience. Of course, it was really hectic and bad hectic. We did about with seven no, we did nine looks over three days. Uh, so it was mad hectic, and uh, her proper trial actually happened in New, in New York. York. And, and like the
1: main night outfit was tried for the first time a yeah. day before. Yeah, it was it was insanely hectic.
2: Yes,
0: I was totally lucky. Totally yeah. lucky. Absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful, so tell me about this, um, uh, I also hear that you guys are uh, big proponents of everything which is local and everything uh, which is Indian and here I would like to put a question that um, most of our celebrities, you know, I mean that's where the laymen get fashion inspiration from, frankly, you know, from celebrities and from the fashion magazines. These are the two places they kind of look at it to derive their inspiration but sab jagape, mostly um, they start wearing a lot of gowns, you know, um, all the award shows, all the night shows which are happening, all the opening launches. There's a sudden in the last three, four years, we see everybody's just wearing gowns, gowns, gowns. Now, how will that change with uh, the, the clarion call of vocal for local and how do you feel you will incorporate it?
1: Yeah. Also, once again, also, I also, I, I don't think we necessarily have anything against gowns. Why don't you ha- get gowns made from our amazing Karigas that are right here with us? Right? Yes. Aren't I, we the land? Are we the land of couture? Yeah, like there is yes. so much great handwork that happens here. Yes. Implement all that. I don't think yeah. you need to go to Europe to get gowns, which probably were made in India. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay.
3: I'll tell you which. I mean, last three, four years, I think, I don't know what it is that has really triggered for everyone to gravitate towards the West. Of course, you know, the way people look it image building and and appearance is a lot more important than it was um, a couple of years ago. But having said all of this, you can look the same way. You can still wear a really beautiful outfit, be it a gown or a sari or anything else. It can also be made in India. Yeah. I feel a lot of people um, are really stuck up on what brand are they wearing. Yeah, I think it's a very you brand know, I so, image. In India, uh, not a lot of your, uh designers make only Western wear. Because the lovely mix of... of both. Like a lot
1: of ethnic wedding wear is also couture. Yeah. So uh, that's a bigger market. Hence, all the biggies also gravitate to uh, Indian wear because... Uh, if you're spending ten lakhs on an outfit, you'd rather have a wedding lehenga than a gown.
3: Yeah. Also, what they do is beautiful. You know, yeah. let's not take that away from them. It's yeah, exactly. absolutely. But uh, I feel now going forward, a lot of us have realized that uh, that vocal for local is something that we should support. We should support homegrown brands, and of course, uh, you know, this will also cut down the carbon footprint and having to fly or fly yes. and, uh, outfits in so uh, also It'll just be sustainable also,
1: in the long run yeah. also what has what triggered this whole thing for us is the lockdown
2: mm-hmm.
1: when there was zero work right so there was like zero income and i'm like okay fine we're comfortable but what about uh, everyone who works sort of under us in yes. terms of like the karigars uh, or the workers the artisans and i'm like the daily wage the daily, daily i'm like they get paid per piece what what is going to happen to them it was like a uh, it was like a siren call. We were like quite scared for like the lives of so many livelihoods for so many. So that's when I think we floated uh, and this we shared. We had shared this concern with Vidya, and she's like, oh, "Promotions are going to happen. Let's only and yeah. only use so, smaller brands." So you know, so, so
3: when Vidya called us saying that you know this is what I'm going to do, and you know we will work for vocal for local. I think it was something that we instantly said Yes, also, to, yeah, right? yeah. Because
1: like we've been thinking
3: about
2: it through the long.
3: Yes. And um, I sent her a few pictures saying, you know, maybe we could go in this space and stuff. And she absolutely agreed. And then she ended up wearing a lot of these brands that are no, that there are no brands. brands. There's no label. Really? I mean, you know, it's a sari that was bought from an exhibition, exhibition. that cost 1200 rupees. And a weaver made it. You know? And, and that's it. And it, it's just so lovely now that, you know, people reach out to us and they tell, thank us that, you know, the sari that Vidya wore, I've got 46 orders. Or you know or you know like this is
1: the first time we have odd have the carigas have worked yeah. in the last three months so there have been these small companies that would probably go bankrupt next month have now started yeah. sort of uh, started billings and they start, yes. started making money so like that one post of Vidya wearing it, yeah. it gives them so much leverage in terms of like the amount of followers that she Imagine. has or they sort of i mean it gets across all pr pages and like the fashion press fix it up. So, there's so much exposure. The s- small brand in like an obscure village somewhere in the middle of maybe Odisha uh, never thought that they would wear yeah. something like this. Yeah. So, basically the artisans, the Kari girls get so motivated Correct. because they're so suddenly it's on a different platform. Yeah. Their work.
3: But you know, more than us or more than stylists, I think it's something that the artist needs to understand and Vidya did that. Yeah, you know, this whole idea—it's Vidya who actually used her power. Like, to, she has to a
2: platform. Talk right? about
3: this. Yeah. Now, we, you know, every time there's an event, of course, there's a brief that we get because you know I want to dress in a certain way, and you do too. So, uh, you know, we always discuss a brief, and this time the brief was vocal for local, and that came from the artist herself. Yeah. So, so I I feel if everyone really talks about it, everyone really believes in the cause, and then their team works towards it. It will happen and it'll be lovely yeah like we like for the first time like we've done
1: promotions for quite a lot of films for her for the first time they were e-promotions and over a span of 15 days, she changed 37 outfits yeah because she because she she wanted to sort of uh, have uh, uh, give up the platform to as many brands as she could. she's like, yeah, okay, like four changes in a day, five changes yeah, in a day yeah. okay. As long as like we are using newer brands, younger brands, yeah. brands who are just started, they, don't, yeah. they pro- like brands who started right before the
3: pandemic, you know, basically. There were a lot of them who didn't know how this works. They, they didn't know that there's celebrity sourcing and it was, you know, it just. It's very cute. Actually. Yeah. So, you know, once she saw so this incident where she wore a sari and of course I'm patting it, you know, sending it back. So I WhatsApp her for her address and she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'll be getting that sari Sorry, back.
1: I'm like, yeah. You know, I'm
3: like, of course you would be. She's like, no, but if you, you know, if you want to so, keep it, keep it. I'm like, no, no, please, you know, take, take it. Back. Take it,
1: sell it, auction it, yeah. make
3: money, like. And and then the other, you know, there are times when we receive a call saying, listen, can you please have our jewelry back? It's sold because someone saw it on Vidya. Yeah, and they bought it already. You know, so, so the brands are happy. Uh, and I'm. It's. I mean, it's really nice to see that you know, things are opening up, and we probably need to get into. Uh, you know, we get back to where we were we uh, eventually hopefully and it's lovely that vidya could really do that for so many many brands
1: now i i'm just hoping it res. sorry i'm just hoping it resonates with other celebrities and they sort of start using younger brands who need the exposure yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely so i think uh, i completely agree with how pranay said that um, it's a conviction of the artist and the celebrity And also, I feel the stylist's conviction as well, you know, how can a stylist convince the celebrity to kind of wear brands that are not so visible, you know, because for them, it's, it's about wearing something. And if the stylist is saying that this is it. But
1: honestly, that's not the case with everyone. That's not how it works. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So generally, a lot of stylists just get the clothes. Yeah. Right. Uh, there generally not everyone gives opinions because yes. everyone's opinions aren't welcome yes
0: right.
1: so with, with Vidya Vidya is very very open to opinions uh, of, like she actually blindly listens to us honestly yes. she's like whatever you want is yes. generally she's like I've hired you for this job if I knew how to do it you wouldn't have a job yeah
0: I think that's what the point is, right? Like, yeah. each person has their uh, talent and their sensibilities. Yeah, and if right. you hired for a reason, better the opinions be valued. Otherwise, we are just messengers. Exactly. <laughs> All
2: right. Well, she,
0: uh,
1: sorry. No, also one more thing. Uh, Vidya is very extremely non-brand conscious. Yeah, yeah. She is She's there. like, I don't, I don't, she doesn't even yeah. ask what brand it is. You know, see like this looks nice and yeah, wear it but it know, doesn't matter who's getting it it's given.
3: important for it to be finished well yeah you know, I feel no matter who you're dressing no matter what brand you're using it needs to be finished well it needs to fall oh, well yeah. and it needs to look
2: good yeah
3: you know that's what I think because I mean of course there have been times when I've seen something from a couture designer that looks beautiful in a picture mm-hmm. but of course that's edited and it's shot in like limited perfect like, lighting you know and all of that and that setting it looks beautiful but when I have it i don't want to maybe you know give it to her also yeah but uh i have something which is from a smaller designer and it looks lovely in person as well and i know it's something that she could possibly wear she being anyone uh it's i prefer We we do that i prefer the garment over the brand always i mean if i want to wear something that looks good and feels good why would i not want my client to feel the same way it's just basic yeah
0: I agree. So there are a couple of other questions also. Let me quickly take you through. Uh, We had put a question on Instagram as well. So Aditya is asking, how do you scout for labels? And do you work with small labels? First, second question you've already answered. But how do you go about uh, scouting for labels?
1: Instagram is our playground. We are on Instagram all day scrolling, looking, stalking. (laughs) And the thing is a lot, luckily, you know, uh, a lot of designers also reach out to us yeah. on Instagram. So that Instagram is, is like very
3: helpful. We'll die without Instagram. Yeah, that's true. Or, or you know, I receive a lot of these WhatsApp with lookbooks. Uh, so apart from PR agencies who also are supporting uh, designers in, and handling them, uh, but a lot of them reach out to us. And if you are a designer or if you, you know, uh, have someone who you'd want us to, I'll probably please please send do. us a yeah, DM. Yeah, send us a link. Yes. Yeah.
1: Any designers watching right now, you think yeah. uh, you'd want your uh, clothes showcased or like shown to remedies? Please DM us. We will have a look. Yeah.
0: So fantastic. I'll tell you what Gujarat is full of amazing designers, amazing yeah. designers, especially Ahmedabad, because Ahmedabad has premium institutes like NIFT, NID, we have SEPT, and all of the talent that comes out of her is like phenomenal. So, Baro, so is Baroda Sudat. Like, I'm, I'm glad so, that.
1: Also you all gave us parton, yeah. Mm-hmm. We will always be, yes, indebted to that. Yes,
0: parton. You should also look out for Ajrak, Ajrak, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. From they yeah. Are, all are fabulous, fabulous. All right, now this is one question which has always irked me. Um, so I also work as a stylist here in Gujarat yeah. and um, when I see that uh, Diet Sabya's account you know and Diet Prada's account there internationally and generally it's lot of name calling that happens in that particular. Some of them are very genuine and some of them sometimes you feel it's just a snide remark. Most of the times it's targeted at stylist or at the celebrity who's wearing it you know. Um, There are cheap copies. That's what they talk about. But what do you think is at the, that goes in styling, you know, because sometimes everybody of us is bothered with the budgets also. There are no budgets that uh, people have and they want to look good and originality may not be there prime concern but looking good might be their prime concern so as a stylist what would you advise a new stylist who want to get on board and take into consideration
1: okay see if you're a, okay see I, I i honestly like what uh diets are Diet, doing i think calling out people who uh, plagiarism is extremely important because a lot of hard work goes into creating a new concept yes. so blatantly copying is absolutely not all right uh, I don't know how much um, it's okay to blame the celebrity or the stylist because I go through like I don't know 50 lookbooks a day I cannot keep up with whose uh, which outfit looks like which which designers outfit yeah. looks like which uh, yeah so me to sort of uh, sort of scrutinize every uh, outfit I see as to oh I've seen this somewhere that's not going to happen. I see too many clothes to realize yeah.
3: that there's a connection you know also i think that limited silhouettes uh, are <laughs> available and you know uh, at an award function or something a lot of them don't want to experiment and that you know they stick to the classics yeah now there's only so much that you can do
1: yeah and also uh or stylists if you're uh, uh, if you uh, i know budget constraints and all that but uh, blatantly copying a nailist designers which everyone knows like if you copy a Sabisachi, your is going to fall on fall flat on your face because everyone knows what his clothes look like yeah like so, uh, so to celebrities so please never give copies because, uh, because uh, the the scale of at which the pictures are circulated you are going to be in trouble for sure yeah like for example i mean there are a lot of younger smaller boutiques i think everywhere that do first copies of like <laughs> yeah. But that's see, I I uh, I'll tell you this. I heard uh, an interview of Sabi at the conclave, and Sabisha, she said that uh, that's okay. If they're copying my garment, it's okay. It's giving so many people uh, work. It's fine. Yeah. People who will buy will buy will buy uh, my clothes. If my clothes are being copied, it's fine as long as people are uh, getting birth. work. People are getting work. Very good. He was like uh, when. Um, uh, Deepika got married and she wore that lenga. half of the Karigars were like sorted for the next one year because so many copies happened of that particular lehenga. He's like, if copying my designs is generating uh, work for people, I have no problem. Correct,
0: correct. So that's another way to look at it, right? Yeah. Very
1: different way to it look at it. Because like, uh, not, okay, see, everyone want, would want to look like Deepika, but everyone doesn't have uh, ten. Right in 20 odd lakhs to buy an outfit. Probably they get married in that much money.
2: Absolutely. Sure.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, fair enough. So also coming back about uh, them, huh, I think I've answered everything about diet Sabya
0: so yeah my the question was basically that that how conscious should a stylist be and how con- conscious should a celebrity also be in uh, selecting an outfit when it comes to those name calling businesses you know that was the primary question
1: relating really the celebrity shouldn't care because that's not his job only yeah their job is to act and yeah. consider on that their work the stylist as far as i mean like if you're getting a copy but like avoid getting copies honestly like, yes. like uh, you, you need to have basic knowledge yeah. of what yeah. the do, what is doing what. Yeah. And, you
3: know, if we want enough, we find brands. It's not that we Yeah, we? it's very easy to find yeah. brands. Yeah. There are millions. Yes.
1: So, you don't need to resort to a copy. Yeah. So, just look, look harder.
2: Look harder.
1: Is what I like, see, diet, Sabyar looks so hard to make sure how he finds copies. You can look harder to find non-copies. Yes. Fair just enough. like remember that. Fair
0: enough. Fair enough. I have two questions um, from, one is from Simran Kukreja, who is asking, what does it take to be a stylist uh, in the current world? And the second question, because it is related, is by Chanduni Kalwani, who says, where to begin if one wants to become a celebrity stylist? So one is how to become a stylist, second is celebrity stylist.
3: Yeah, I'll take the second one um, first. if you want to be a stylist, a celebrity stylist, I think it's very important for you to start assisting a celebrity stylist. Um, so that you understand how, you know, we have never assisted and even even today it's a roller coaster for us. We
1: honestly, we've never had jobs. Yeah. I have never worked under anyone, neither has he. Yeah. Yeah. Like we started our own thing, right? So I have absolutely no idea what it feels like to assist.
3: But uh, I think, you know, you, if you assist, sorry, if you assist, you end up not making the mistakes exactly that we do. have, you know, so I think it's, it's lovely. It'll be a good experience. Start by assisting someone who you look up to, who has sort of clients that you possibly would want to uh, work with. And, uh, you know, uh, so it's someone whose aesthetics match yours mm-hmm. so that you're, you're in sync. So I think that's a good way to start and enter the industry. And then, of course, eventually you can start on your own.
1: Also to start as a stylist, I think it's very important to create content. You need to work on your portfolio. That's extremely important. Which in the process of trying to, uh, in the process of when you sort of make your portfolio, you get to learn a lot. Yes. A lot of self-learning happens. So you need to collaborate. See, like you graduated this year. There are also photographers who graduated this year. There are also makeup artists who graduated this year. There are also models who are just starting. So Keep an eye yeah. out on Reach new out. talent. Yeah. Reach out
3: and collaborate. Collaborate
1: with people who are as new as you, because the photographer also wants pictures. Yeah, you also want in pictures. In India,
3: everyone needs a portfolio oh, yeah. to really. So you collaborate you start, with people yeah.
1: and make a portfolio. Test shoots—they're called. I don't know if that's a yeah. common term, but you test something. Like you want to experiment that you can't do in a client shoot, true? Because there's are risks involved. Maybe the pictures don't look great. Yes. So you need to sort of find like-minded people yeah. with your aesthetic and keep shooting, keep collab, yeah, like yeah. keep making content. Your uh, portfolio needs to be huge.
3: But even today we love doing their shoots because we like, with like so like, many client yeah, shoots, you know, we are so like, we're looking like this yeah. and then we're like, okay, now we really need to sort to of broaden some, yeah, and to broaden uh, mm-hmm. our horizon and have a little more in our portfolios. We, you know, work with different photographers, different makeup artists, yes. And you know, have a team that comes together, yeah. and we do a test. Yeah. You know, it might be good, it might not be, but yeah. we've tried something new. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you learn something. Either yeah. you get great pictures, or you learn what not to do. Yes. Yeah. So it's
1: so it's a, a very important to keep learning. Very, very, very. You have to keep. Yeah. The only way to keep relevant is to keep changing. Right. If you stick to what's you're your good at, you'll be obsolete and irrelevant. You have to keep doing new things. But you keep pushing your own boundaries.
0: Right. Right. So moving on to the last question of the show. Um, we kind of talk about, besides doing celebrity styling, you guys are also very good at brand campaigns. You know, that's
3: what you kind of started. Oh,
1: that's, well, that's what we actually primarily yeah. do. Like yeah. celebrity
0: styling is like
1: a very small part of what we do. Yeah, we do a
3: lot of brand campaigns. <laughs> we do that because as I said earlier, you know, we were never exposed to uh, celebrity styling in the first half of our career while we were all about editorials and campaigns and um, flipping through magazines to see glossy pages or gorgeous yes. photos. Um, and I think it's just so wonderful to, you know, sit with a client to conceptualize and start from scratch. Actually. And uh, we now have a team of our own that helps us, you know, build the entire set and, you know, we do our direction sure. as well. So, The entire process of handling everything end-to-end is just so beautiful and uh, we end up learning something new every time we run set, you know, the way it's made, the way we want probably a background to fall or it to be colored. So it's just such a wonderful experience. It's very fulfilling actually.
1: it It can be a very hard and taxing day, but we come home so happy. Yes so that's like uh, that's that's when we realized this is it for us yeah yeah we are very happy in what we are doing because yeah. work like we like to be exhausted Correct. after a hard day because it's so much fun because yeah. i never feel like i'm going to work
2: yeah, yeah it's
1: a party
0: yeah yeah i i get what you're saying so tell me um are the visual narratives are they taking a major stand right now with the brands because we remember Five years ago, brands never used to spend so much on kind of doing campaigns, you know. And with the advent of social media, Instagram being one of them, yes. everyone wants to launch their campaigns on Instagram starting with Sachi, of course, being the leader, he started yes. it and yeah. everybody kind of followed the suit and it is actually very interesting. So what is your uh, take on it? Are brands spending on this narrative? Okay,
1: so the thing is, uh, maybe 10 years back, probably brands were spending way more on campaigns. Because they were doing maybe five, five shots and putting up them in holdings. Mm-hmm. So that's all that they were doing. But social media, it has such a short memory span that you have to make a lot of content. You have to keep doing new stuff. So they don't spend as much in one go rather than they spend little on a lot of things. Right. So you have more content. So the scale of those campaigns have reduced, but the amount of sort of images that sort of come out have increased. Yeah,
2: yeah, get yeah, that.
0: It has been fantastic talking to you guys. Um, there was so much of in-depth, uh, I think, knowledge that you gave to all the beginners also who might be watching the show, how to become a stylist and how Thank to. You. Styling, and I'm sure designers who are watching it would be kind of sending you DMs yeah. for yep. the promotions that you might be seeing. So, thank you so much. Thank
3: you. It was thank such a pleasure. Us, really. It Absolutely. was so wonderful talking to you. Thank Absolutely.
0: you. Thank you so much, guys, and wish you good luck for the promotions
2: today. Thanks.
3: Thank you, to you too. Have a fab day.
2: Thank you. Bye bye. Bye.